When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Duck Insider. Duck Insider. Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He's got the first down and gone. It's over, baby. Duck fans start celebrating the 2019 Mac 12 champion. The 2020 Rose Bowl champion. Crossover to the bucket for two. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Now, here's your host, Joey Mack. Inside the Casanova Center studio, a busy show today. Uh, it's been a busy week as we get back on the air following the holiday break, the Rose Bowl victory, and a trip to the mountain schools for Oregon men's basketball. Rob Mosley, the editor-in-chief of GoDucks.com, is here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, first time that we've talked to Rob this year, so Rob, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You good? I'm great. Yeah? It's been chaos this week. It has been chaos. Absolute chaos. So you feel it too? It's not just me? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I good. feel... Though I've spent the last two and a half days feeling busier than I've felt in a long time. Yep. And yet also somehow less productive than I've felt in a long time. Like I know I've been exactly what you mean. Running around trying to like get my life in order. Yeah. And it's just but you know, I finally posted my season wrap football story just now. Good like work. so I produced something. Yes. So but yeah, it's like, you know, getting your head wrapped around basketball season yeah. now fully completely. Um, and just everything else that's going on, it's it's uh, it's awesome. It's fun, but whew. yeah, it, it's been kind of a week of getting your bearings. I right, think for right. me and for everybody else, uh, I was basking in the glow. Yeah, I realize now through Sunday, and it's like Monday was like, all right, time to work. We do actually have to move on from winning yeah. the Rose Bowl. Although I did watch the game again Monday night. Did you? Yeah. How many times have you watched the game now? That was my third time. All right, pretty good. We were. I was at Oregon Club luncheon. Uh, Monday for lunch, and they showed like a little highlight video, and I was like, "God, I gotta watch the whole thing again." Yeah, I can't I've, just have I've watched snippets. it once since uh, since the game. Uh, I actually, I'm really proud of myself for this one. So I, I did the whole like recorded on the DVR, then I downloaded it after the game and watched it while I flew to Denver. Oh yeah, it was the best move I I could have made. Kept me awake on my flight to Denver to meet men's basketball, and that's actually the only time that I've watched it, so I've yet to actually do it on the big screen. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to do that once. It's phenomenal. That might be tonight's task. The thing that the big screen does for you, which it did to me, and I put at least one example on Twitter, is 
all the times Wisconsin jumped early. You really oh, yeah. see, you see it. Yeah. Man, they were moving Magnifying glass yeah. on it. Yeah. I hear they it. were just doing so much shifting, which to Oregon de- Oregon's defensive credit, they really, I think, reacted to pretty well in general. But I think that had them a little discombobulated because there were so many instances where, you know, a little flinch here, flinch there. And you could see times when our defense was like, hey, bro, that dude just moved, moved. early. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if there was so much of it going on that the officials just kind of came numb to it or what, but it was uh, – there's that. So uh, for everyone disappointed about that OPI call on the Wisconsin side at the end, um, there might have been a little ball don't lie right. involved there. Gotcha. All right. He's Rob Mosley. You can find him on Twitter, Duck Football, and at Godux Mosley. We're going to talk with both personas today, looking back on the football season, also getting into a little bit of hoops talk as well. You can read all his work, Godux.com. Coming up on today's show as well, a great conversation with Mignon Moore. Terry John sat down with Mignon Moore, the graduate senior for the Ducks, coming from USC, what her time at Oregon has been like so far. We have that interview for you coming up in just a little while. Also, Graham Abel, the new Oregon soccer coach, is going to join us. I'm really looking forward to it. He joked when I met him for the first time on Monday that he hopes that the show has subtitles. Oh, I met him the other day. It's not His accent's it's not accent. that bad. Yeah. I understood everything that he said. Yeah, totally. It's not like Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Like that you need subtitles for? No, not a Peaky Blinders guy? All right, uh... Let's see. What other show do you need subtitles for that, Rob? You're not a really big TV guy, are you? Like, I've seen, like, Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. There's it has okay. some parts where you're like, what the heck is that guy saying? Yeah. All right. Have you, did you ever see uh, – nah, I'm not even going to go down All that right. road. We, we, need to, we need to not do that. A lot of people wondering about the offensive coordinator position for the Ducks. I can say that I see all the same reports that you do. I know Rob follows through it all on Twitter. <laughs> no official announcement from the Ducks yet until there is an official announcement. We're not going to sit here and speculate since we're sitting here wearing O's on our chest and we work for the department. Um, but I think I, I get the feeling that in the next week or so, you're going to have an answer on that offensive coordinator spot. Yeah, I'd be surprised if we didn't know by yeah end of this week, first couple of days of next week. Officially. I's dotted, T's crossed. There you go. We're going to lose you? No, I'm good. I'm right. still recovering, as you know. I know. It's been a, it's been, I appreciate you coughing that way. Thank you. I try. It's been a whirlwind it's going uh, around. of a few days. Uh, so I hope that everybody is staying healthy, uh, especially as the flu bug and flu season is officially here. Um, if I ask you to summarize the Oregon football season, in, and I'm going ma- I'm I'm to make this hard on you because yeah. I know, I know how, how much information you have to give us. Yeah. I want you to summarize the Oregon football season for us in a minute or less. Go. All right. Uh, so... For me, this season is all about this senior class and what it learned both over the last four years and in the last four months about handling adversity. And, you know, they I appreciated so much that they didn't mind in December talking about the 4-8 and eight season that they endured in, in 2016 and what it was like to come back from that. But you're talking about a year two that began with defeat against Auburn. Um, and and th- this team appreciated how much you learn from defeat and how to channel that properly and not get caught up in that not let that ruin the locker room culture not let that poison the practice environment any of that but but to make it constructive and to learn from it and bounce back from it uh and so i think and that um fed into that unbridled emotion we saw from justin herbert and troy die and everyone else after the rose bowl victory um to win the pac-12 uh, to win uh, the Rose Bowl, and, and then to do that against Utah and Wisconsin, two really, yeah. really traditionally physical teams, I think really put a stamp on Mario Cristobal's desire to make this a program known for, known for physicality. I think he's done that, and there's no better example than those last two games. So for the seniors, just thrilled that um, that their, all the adversity, all the fire they went through ended on a high note, and for the coach, thrilled that we've got validation that who he wants this team to be is who it is already. That was a minute 21. That was pretty good. Oh, sorry. I, I, hey, like I said, a lot of good information. You know, I, I, I told this story on the show on Monday, Rob, that it was a pretty magical thing for me because I, I talked to Coach right after Panay Sewell lifted him up oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. on the postgame interview with Maria Taylor. I yeah. talked to him for our broadcast on the radio network, and he, he, I, I was, he was answering the question that I asked him about how proud he was of this team while his wife Jessica and his two boys are giving him a big hug. And who's right behind him? But his entire offensive line and yeah. all the seniors that were yeah. there to give him a hug. And I, it really got to him. I could tell that it meant a lot to him. And that that's what I'm going to remember about this team and this season is just how the seniors, man. They, this is a senior class that's been through more than any senior class out there. Yeah. And Boy, what what a what a way to cap their careers. Yeah, it's not it, it happens very rarely that you have a team that gets progressively better in terms of win total each successive year. Yeah. Uh and the jump, an eight win jump from their freshman years to their senior years is unprecedented. Yeah. 
Um, and they are responsible for that. And, and they have so much to be proud of and, and so much to celebrate. And, and then, yeah, just the relationships they forge. I mean, that offensive line group has been through so much. I mean, they're going to be hanging out for the next 50 years together, you know, going to weddings and fishing together and Coming whatever. Back here, yeah, we hope. Right. Whatever offensive linemen do um, in whatever their downtime. Throckmorton do. will have to put, take time out from his, you know, surgery schedule or whatever. Right. That's right. You know, he'll be a doctor and, you know, Shane Lemieux will be running like – a safari business or something. Jake Hansen might be doing sponsorship yeah. stuff. Uh, he interned with us. Brady Aiello is an Aklanese high school grad, of course, will be the highest achiever. Oh, of course, yes. Of course. Yes. He, he will also still be cool. the only one to have scored a touchdown. He'll probably be president of the United States. He might be. If not the world. He might be. And then Robert Mosley will be his secretary of state. I would think. Or like the minister of propaganda. Got it. <laughs> oh, Clearly I've got that. Yeah, that, that's your background. That's right. right. That, that'd be a smart hire. Rob Mosley, editor-in-chief, Godux.com, joining us. Uh, Rob's got to run over to the arena to do uh, some interviews with men's basketball here in a moment so we won't keep him for too long uh just your thoughts too on the on the future of this football team now i mean that's one thing that i've been talking about the last couple days rob is i feel like this senior class they, they talked about and shane lemieux maybe said it best they, they feel like they're leaving the program in a better spot than where they found no it. doubt about it and I, I think that the young guys really got that message didn't they yeah now now the caveat to that is you know when they got here things looked like they were in pretty good shape coming off the 14 season they right. redshirted in 15 but you know that you know the the, the 2016 season you know which they're not responsible for in any way, shape, or form. They were thrust into um, certainly was the depths of things, and, and the, certainly the program's better off now than it was then. Um, it's, 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 this is going to be a really interesting year on a couple of fronts, is that, one, this, this, these guys went through so much adversity that some of these younger guys haven't really dealt with. Sure. And, you know, if you've only been here twice, you've got to celebrate two bowl victories in two years. You've been around for 21 wins over two seasons. That's pretty good. Um, you haven't really tasted – uh, defeat the way these guys did and grew from so much. On the other hand, this team has re- this program has recruited at such a level the last two three years that maybe you don't need to do that. Maybe you've got enough talent now um, that that you don't need to go through some of those trials to pr- uh, to perform at an elite elite level. So I think you know how this year plays out will will uh, kind of illustrate for us kind of where this program's at in that continuum. Does it still need to learn some hard lessons, or is it? Have they recruited a high enough level now that you can just have year over year over year success without needing to to bottom out in order to be reminded of of what it takes to win? Uh, you know, I think this coaching staff has the right sense for for how to lead a team, and, and Mario Cristobal is never going to take his foot off the gas. No. Um, but you know, so so we'll see. We'll see. We'll, you know, we'll see what this year holds in that regard. He's Rob Mosley, editor in chief of Godux. dot com. I'm going to save the rest of our football conversation for next week, and then before you know it, spring football is going to be here. No doubt. Um, you ready for some basketball though? I mean, is your head? Oh yeah, for basketball. Oh now? no doubt about it. It's been yeah. Well, watching the women's team this past week was really fun because uh, Kelly Graves made no secret about kind of calling them out a little bit going into the start of Pac-12 play. Like you need to raise your level. You've yeah. kind of been on cruise control since that Team USA game. Uh, and that needs to end. And boy, did it end. Um, so just a great uh, synergy between a head coach and his team, kind of him knowing when to press the buttons and them responding. Um, you know, that they started to look again like the team you thought they were going to be in the preseason. And then ho-hum, it's a top 25 matchup on Thursday night on ESPN for the Duck men's team. Yeah, and, and for me, yeah, having not seen them in person in a while, really looking for that. That's, for me, that's going to be kind of a getting reacquainted game. Um and I think, you know, it's getting reacquainted for that roster, too. Just now yeah. that you have kind of all the pieces in place, you know, how does everything fit together and who gets what minutes and what positions is everybody playing and how does how does Dane Altman balance that? Sure is a good problem to have. 6 o'clock uh, tomorrow night, 5.30 pregame right here on the Oregon Sports Network. Rob's got some interviews coming up at the arena, which means that he's probably going to be writing about men's basketball this week. A little preview coming on Godux.com. I can confirm. Knock on wood, unless something goes horribly wrong between now and then. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Safe drive over to the arena. Thanks Thanks for coming on a little early and still joining us. All right. All right, we're going to go to timeout. Uh, Quack Minute coming your way this afternoon with me and Rob talking a little more men's basketball as well. Up next, Mignon Moore. Going to hear from an Oregon senior. It's a good story. We'll tell you about that next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. 
So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family, and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Going to hear from Mignon Moore, Kelly Graves, and Oregon men's basketball assistant coach Kevin McKenna on the show today because we had our first Oregon basketball coaches show yesterday. You can join us every Tuesday afternoon on the Oregon men's basketball and Oregon women's basketball social media channels. We discussed having like separate shows for men's and women's basketball, but traditionally here on OSN, we've always done Tip Off Tuesday as a combined basketball show. So we figured, well, we'll just stream it on both platforms. That's what we did, and I think it went really well yesterday. Thanks to everybody for joining us either on the men's basketball or women's basketball Twitter or Facebook pages. And you can always find the show on our podcast network as well on your podcast service of choice. Just search for the Oregon Sports Network. You've got Tip-Off Tuesday, the football coach shows, any special show we do, and, of course, the Daily Duck Insider Show, which you are listening to or watching right here. So some clips from that show. We've got a few of them for you here to get ready for a busy week. Uh, taking on the Arizona schools for both men's and women's basketball. The first is Mignon Moore, and it was the first show of the year, which means that Terry and I can't do math. Um, We made that joke on the show yesterday if you were with us, and what we meant is we just talked too long with Kelly Graves and Kevin McKenna that we didn't get a chance to air our entire interview with Mignon Moore. She was the student athlete that we featured on the show yesterday, and we're going to get to that in just a moment as Terry John sat down and had a great conversation with Mignon Moore. I want to take a few of your Facebook comments and questions. I know a lot of people wondering about the offensive coordinator position for the Ducks. Uh, Look, I think within the next week, maybe within this week, you're going to have an official announcement. I can't sit here and speculate because... Well, Coach Cristobal would get angry at me. I think everybody understands that, right? Uh, I do want to answer this question from Tobiah, though. He says, any idea why we didn't see Spencer Webb in the last few games of the season? He says he was surprised he can't moir in on pass plays. Yeah, I've heard that from a few different people. Those are personnel decisions. I I think that the coaches are just going to play the right guy in the right moment. Uh, I do think that Spencer Webb, though, is a real talent for this Oregon team. I think you're going to see a lot more of him moving forward for the Ducks. Uh, We'll take some more of your football comments and questions over the course of the show today. Is everybody still just basking in the glow like Rob said? I mean, I kind of am. You know, I, it was it was funny. Like, I, I get to Boulder, and I'm, I'm fully locked in on men's basketball, and I find myself sitting in the hotel just thinking, like, man, the Ducks just won the freaking Rose Bowl. Like, you know, you didn't. I didn't even get a chance to really think and breathe, and, the, and then it was basketball season, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But I hope that fans have really enjoyed this Rose Bowl while also getting ready for basketball season because basketball season is here whether you like it or not. Mignon Moore, let's hear that interview. Uh, Terry Johns, a great conversation with Mignon Moore, the graduate transfer for the Ducks who seems to have fit in really nicely for Kelly Graves and his squad. Mignon Moore sitting down with Terry Johns for Tip-Off Tuesday. Well, I was about to say it's a Monday. 
It feels like a Monday, but technical difficulties awry. The reason, though, that we are getting to this interview today on Duck Insider, and we're going to play the whole thing rather than just a couple clips from it, kind of the highlights as we normally do, because Terry and I didn't get a chance to air the entire interview on the show yesterday because we just ran out of time. So I wanted to make sure that we aired the entire thing for you across the Oregon Sports Network today. Minion Moore sitting down with Terry Johns. Glad that uh, you're here as a duck, and uh, how's it going for you so far? It's going amazing, honestly. Um, my teammates are wonderful. Uh, the experience has been awesome. You know, we've gone to the Virgin Islands. You know, we had some great games so far that we've pulled out a lot of good wins. So it's been amazing. You know, everything's been cool academically, too. So I'm just enjoying myself here. I had forgotten Virgin Islands. Had you been there before? How'd you like it? Um, no, I've never been to the Virgin Islands. I went to the Bahamas this past summer coming into Oregon, so that was something similar. But like that was like one of my first times going to the Virgin Islands. So it was really amazing and beautiful. Now, grad transfer. You got your degree in three years from USC. What, what degree did you get in the... How tough is that? That's that's some time management right there. Yeah, I ended up getting my bachelor's degree in communications um, in three years, and it was cool. So, like, during the summer, we technically have to, like, be enrolled in classes to get, like, a stipend check to, like, pay your rent and stuff. So it's just we had to be there for summer workouts, so it was a way to get ahead um, and be able to graduate in three years, so it's awesome. All right, now you're taking grad school. You're in with Sab, Jawan Johnson from the football team. Uh, tell us about that degree program or master's program that you're working towards. So it's in the uh, J School, the journalism program, like, department here at uh, the University of Oregon and it's called Advertising and Brand Responsibility. So that's been awesome. It's just basically about like learning about brands and like what their responsibility is to like society and stuff like that and the messages that they send out. So it's been awesome having Sab. Literally we have the same identical classes so it's cool to be able to have my you know partner in crime right next, next with me and Jawan's awesome too. So it's been nothing short of amazing. Now, transferring here, leaving USC, I mean, you, you got some heart down there, I'm sure, in Los Angeles, you know, some friends. How difficult was that to leave? Um, it was difficult just because, like, I'm, like, I have a rough time with, like, change sometimes. Um, but I knew that in my life, in order to, you know, get the results I want in the future, I had to step out with a leaf of a leap of faith so it's been like I miss LA sometimes like of course because I've been there for three years and like I'm California like raised and stuff like that but like this has been an awesome experience and yeah it's different but I wouldn't change it for the world. Now I assume you want to play professionally after this year uh, you certainly are going to have that opportunity after basketball's all over your degrees what do you want to do you want to be a broadcaster is that what it sounds like? Um, yeah, whatever comes after college. Um, I hope to maybe do something with Nike um, in their communications. I don't think broadcasting, but just with a brand that um, has, like, sports marketing maybe, stuff like that. So a lot of fun stuff with that and, like, a lot of social media things. Um, so something that's fun. I don't really want to, you know, like, work a 9-to-5. I'd rather, like, have a job that's, like, fun and I enjoy that. I don't have to, like, go just because I want an income, you know. Yeah, now you said California all your life. I think, well, you were born in Sacramento. Hercules, now that's East Bay, right? Is that where you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in the Bay Area. I, like, grew up throughout my childhood in Pleasant Hill, Concord area. Um, and then I moved to Richmond and Hercules for my high school um, career. So that's been amazing. Yeah, I was born in Sac, and then I moved to the Bay a little, little later on in my life. So it's been cool. And Eugene's definitely a different change for me, but it's a good change. Yeah, tell us what it was like growing up in the East Bay Area. Uh, it was awesome, you know, surrounded by family. Um, a lot of competition basketball-wise, you know, Sabrina came out of the Bay, Arian McDonald from Arizona came out of the Bay Area. So, like, a lot of big faces now in collegiate basketball came out of that area. So just being able to be a part of that culture, you know, that can say, you know, we're, we're from the Bay Area and now we're playing at this top level in the Pac-12 um, is really awesome. And it's, my childhood is great. I love my family. I still am very close with them. So, yeah. yeah. Got to meet your mom and your older sister, Mariah. By the way, you got to play with Mariah at USC last year. How cool was that? That was awesome. It was always like a dream of ours to play together. Um, in high school, we had a chance to play together, but um, I got injured when I tore both my ACL, so um, we got a year short cut. So basically, that was our year that we gained back. So it was just, it's crazy how life comes to a full circle. Yeah, that you're Niara Sobley, you know, back-to-back -back years, same knee. Now, you did that in early teenage years, yeah. right? So you can kind of tell, you know, hey, it works out okay. 
Yeah, my Niara. I love Niara, first of all. Um, shout out Niara. Uh, anyways, but yeah, I, I think it's more, it's harder, it's hard in general, but it's harder to go through it when you're in college because you see what you're missing out on. When I was in high school, I was really young, so I didn't really understand how drastic my injuries were. Um, so I was able to bounce back pretty fast, and your body's still growing, so it's easier to heal. Um, with Niara's case, it's very unfortunate, but at the end of the day, like, there's always light at the t- end of the tunnel, so like, she'll be fine regardless. Rehab's no joke, isn't it? Rehab's no joke, nope. (laughs) You and Sav, a lot of people, I've talked about it on the broadcast, that you were teammates, CalStars, Mm -hmm. AAU. uh, You guys went and won a national championship doing that. What was that experience like? That's funny. Me and Sav were just talking about this like two nights ago. Um, It it was amazing. Um, CalStars, I ended up starting to play with them my sophomore summer, I believe. So I had one summer, and then my junior summer, we ended up playing together and winning national championship uh, up there in Nike Nationals. And that was just amazing. Then me and Sad were just talking about, like, like, that's crazy, like, how life comes to a full circle. Now we're playing together at one of the top universities, women basketball, like, programs in the nation, and we're trying to win a national championship. So if that actually ended up working out, like, how life would just be like, wow, like, we must be the, we must be the, uh, the mess, like, the duo that, brings it now but our teammates are awesome and we have a really good chance of that so if that actually happened it would be amazing what's it like playing with Seb? it's awesome i mean everyone knows who she is sabrina but like i see like a whole other side of her like i look at her like as this goofy like person um so i we and her have a really good friendship and you know people love sab and i love her too but like it's just really funny how she's really like people's like icon like people love her it's crazy but yeah Sab's an amazing person she has such a bright future for her and her future careers yeah yeah I tell everybody she's a humble superstar they that they, they're because they're always like what is she like and I'm like she's, she's just a regular person she's a regular person and she's super humble like in the Virgin Islands I was trying to take a picture with her because like I'm always on taking pictures and stuff like on my phone uh at the gym and she was like Mignon, Mignon, hurry up I don't like taking pictures I'm like Sabrina just take a picture with me it was super funny but she yeah She's super humble. You know, I asked you before. I think we had on, uh, had you on the post game. What's it like playing in front of ten thousand fans now? Ten, eleven, sometimes more. Yeah, I just posted an Instagram story about that yesterday. Actually, just saying like, wow, like it was a dream of mine, and playing in front of ten thousand plus fans per night is like. I never would have thought it would have happened um, in the Duck Nation that comes out and supports us every game, whether that be Utah, Colorado, or, you know, higher games like Stanford um, and Oregon State. Like, they come every night, and they have the support. And it's amazing. Like, looking at the picture, I'm like, wow. Like, in the moment, I don't really try to pay attention to it because it's like, I don't like, I try to pay attention to the game. But I really am trying to take everything in, like, one step at a time and not only be focused on basketball, but also, like, be focused on the moment and just really, like, take it take it all in so yeah it's been awesome now you were an opponent before coming in maybe not quite as big a crowds they've gotten even bigger this year what's that like for an opponent to come in and, and, and see you could see some yeah. opponents the look on their face that there's a bigger roar going on yeah it's it's pretty rough and just watching like the utah and colorado freshmen come in here that are really really good players and then they play in a crowd in front of a crowd like this and it it kind of gets in your head like the crowd's a part of the game and so it, it it was rough i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie um a lot of people come up fans come up to me now and are like we didn't like you at usc we used to yell at you but we love you now and i'm like yeah I remember you guys yelling at me, um, but it's awesome to be able to be on the other side now, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Or- yeah, Oregon State game sold out, was announced yesterday already, and that's coming up here in uh, two or three weeks. Ari uh, McDonald, you mentioned that you you know her from the Bay Area. You're going to face her coming up this weekend. Uh, what is what is that like? It's quick on quick. Yeah, it's quick on quick. We have a lot of great games. I mean, all the teams in the Pac-12 can you know make a run at any moment um so starting with arizona this week arizona arizona state actually played jatavia tapley which is my old teammate from usc she's at arizona state so that's gonna be awesome in itself just to see like where we are now in life and where we used to be um and i mean arizona what won the nit last year they're a force to be reckoned with and arian is just a baller like it's hard to stop her the scouting for it's like stop arian mcdonald you know but it's like she still hasn't not had a double-figure game, I think, in any games worn in the Arizona jersey. So it's like she's a baller. So it's just in, in where I'm have to stop her in some way. You know, I'm it's gonna be my task to guard and stay in front of her. But like that's what I do. It's my defense. So 
hopefully we'll be able to stop her and then everything else will fall in line. But I have no doubt in my team. And then going to Oregon State, that's going to be crazy. You know, playing Oregon State's always been a challenge because they're a very great team. But now that it's like Oregon versus Oregon State, like that's our rival now. So it's going to be completely different. And uh, I was listening to someone talk and they said that they didn't understand the drastic of the competition and what like like their competitive spirit until they actually played the game. So I'm glad we have a home court advantage the first game when we play them, but it's going to be awesome. I can't really, I can't wait for the Civil War. Okay, Midian, we're running out of time here. Better wrap it up. We could talk for a while. But uh, thanks for coming and being a Duck. I think I'm speaking for all Duck fans. It's uh, good to see you in the green and yellow. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Terry John sitting down with Minyan Moore. Great interview. And I think uh, – She's easy to root for, isn't she? Uh, you can see why she fits right in with this Oregon team. Coming up next, we're going to switch gears and talk with the latest addition to the Oregon family. New Oregon soccer coach Graham Abel is here. We're going to talk with him after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence and course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union, and this is going to be a fun, fun segment. Our newest addition to the Oregon family, Graham Abel, is here, and he now has the shortest walk of any head coach into the studio because his office is literally directly across from the studio. Graham Abel, coach, I would shake your hand, but I'm still battling a little bit of a cold, that so okay. just fist bump um, for there, go, right there you go. So, welcome to Oregon. How's it been so far? It has been fantastic. Yeah, people have been fantastic, and. Um just glad to be here and get rolling. All right, so I have to tell you, I, I told this story on the show a little while ago uh, that the first time you and I met was on Monday, and you joked uh, that you hoped that the show had subtitles. Definitely. I don't think your accent is hard to understand. Um, I don't think it is either. But it used to be a lot. It used to be a lot faster than what it was in terms of how I spoke, and um, sometimes I catch myself thinking I'm, I'm speaking in slow motion. So really, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to work on getting a, a captioner. That, Scott Phillips, will you get on that, please? Find a way. Find a way. But fans, everybody out there, uh, Graham Abel, the first time that anyone is on the show, as regular listeners know, you have to tell your two-minute life story. How'd you get here? 1999. Can, can I start then, or do you want me to start from when I was born? This, you is, tell your, me. this is your two-minute Okay, I'll start story. when I came to the States. Um, came to the States in 1999. Uh, went to a small, tiny NAI school in Kentucky. Um, was in college in Kentucky for five years. I was on the five-year plan. Um, and then from there, went into coaching. Okay. Um, 
coached at my alma mater when I transferred to a small NAI school called Brescia University in Owensboro, Kentucky, did uh, for a year there, and then um, 24 years of age, decided to make the leap to the NAI, uh, to the NCAA with University of Nevada, um, so I was there for three years, went to the University of Oklahoma, um, Washington State University, back to Oklahoma, which was crazy. In between then, started working with the U.S. youth national teams, working with Jill Ellis with the U-20 national team, um, worked with the U-17 national team, where actually my roommate was Manny Martins, really? associate head coach, so that's how I got to know Manny. We spent many a night um, watching video together until about 2 a.m. And then um, in 2015... I was in the indoor arena at um, Oklahoma, spring practice, got a call from Jill Ellis, said, hey, any chance you can get on a flight tomorrow and come to France? We need a goalkeeper coach. Wow. So, yeah, so I made the move with the national team, won the World Cup in 2015, um, and then stayed on with U.S. soccer, won the World Cup again in 2019. What a whirlwind. Yeah, and then personally in that time, met my wife, Katie. uh, We got married. She used to coach here, Mm -hmm. crazy enough, in 2007. And then um, two little kids, um, Lila, who was three, and then my son, Kian, who was actually six today. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. So It's a good birthday. Is the family out here yet? No, they're still in Seattle when we moved up to Seattle. And so my um, my daughter is absolutely ecstatic that I'm working for the Ducks, that Daddy gets to go to work with Ducks every day. Love it. So she is. Um, she's all in. That's awesome. So, yeah. Graham Abel joining us, new Oregon soccer head coach. Uh, can I go back uh, – and add to your two-minute life story a little bit. Go for it. Because, uh, you know, it's one thing for me to sit here and read your entire bio. The reason I always ask everybody to tell their own is because then I get a feel for what you're the most proud yeah. of. Why did you come to the States in the first place, though? What what brought you here? I, um, I left high school at 16, played um, played at a form of professional contract where I was in I was pl- – full-time for four days went to school one day a week okay um for a team called stockport county at the time we were one one league below the premier league um i got released there when i was 18 okay wasn't not really tall enough on the men's side as a goalkeeper and um decided what do i do do i continue to try and play in the lower leagues where you know similar to minor league baseball over here there's not a whole lot of money in it yeah you know and the opportunity to come to the states worked out and i thought well you know what i'm young might as well do it i'm only 18 and yeah here i am why do you want to be a coach? The passion for the game. You know, I'll be honest with you. When I got done in college, I was like, you know, I haven't done anything else full time since the age of 18. Um, started coaching youth soccer when I was about 20, 20 21. Sure. Really enjoyed working with players, sharing that knowledge piece. And um, I'm an ambitious type of person. I like to be on the front foot all the mm-hmm. time with, with different things. So it was... My career just evolved from from there, and it's continued to evolve ever since. How special was it being a part of those two World Cup teams? And, and what do you remember about that? What are you going to take away the rest of your life? 2015, it was a whirlwind. I I, I remember I remember uh, right after 15, because actually when we got done in 2015, I went back to Oklahoma. So for about a month, um, within two three days of winning the World Cup, I was coaching youth camps in Oklahoma, which wow. was surreal and um i never really took it all in and i said hey you know if this happens again will it ever happen again probably not and i'll make sure i'll take it all in and then all of a sudden 2019 happens and um i'm like okay i'm I'm gonna take this all in and 2019 was phenomenal that team 2015 team was phenomenal the 2019 team and the coaching staff was was something special and it was a really really great period in my career my life um and it set me up perfectly for this sure so, um, yeah. I, I think all across united states soccer uh, jill ellis is obviously a big household name mm-hmm. uh, what did you learn from her uh, how much of your philosophy maybe comes from her you know she was an unbelievable manager she, she she has never gotten the credit she deserves in terms of both managing our team but also managing the staff um you know one of the things about why i came here to oregon was when i started looking at you know, sports science piece, the medical side, the resources, those things. It's not a recruiting pitch. Well, it is really. But um, <laughs> you go, okay, there's, there's pieces that are very, very similar that we can we can implement. Jill managed that piece phenomenally, hmm. um, how she managed people. And we, we had a Tony Gustafsson, who was an assistant from Sweden, yep. Steve Swanson, the head coach at the University of Virginia, Dawn Scott, who was our high, um, high performance. He's now with the English FA. 
um, BJ Snow. We had, we had all these different staff coaches who were phenomenal coaches. And so I learned from all of them as well. But how do you manage those people and, you know, let, let us do our jobs was phenomenal. And then obviously dealing with, you know, 23 of the best, you know, athletes in the world, you know, um, that's not easy. And how right. she managed that was phenomenal. Oregon soccer head coach Graham Abel joining us uh, for the first time on the show. Why did you choose Oregon? Again, like I said, like I said, I mean the original piece was okay. I'm looking at it going okay, program underachieving program for sure in a power conference, but then they've got all these other pieces to it, and obviously every other sport has been successful using it. So as I started to look into it, going okay, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. It's a national brand. Everybody knows Oregon. Uh, backed by the swoosh as well, which helps when you're recruiting athletes. So it was. Um, Came on my interview, you know, spoke to Lisa Peterson, um, came on my interview, and then I started to meet the people, and I'm like, wow, this is even better, and then um, it was a no-brainer. I love it. We were talking before uh, we went on the air here about just that family atmosphere and how that was a big deal for you. Every time we we have somebody new come to the Oregon family, I'm always wowed by that, because that's that's not something that we just say around here. Like that really is a, a real deal. So I'm glad that that really hit home with you. It's it's one of the biggest cliches in sport. We're yeah. a family. Everybody throws it out there. We're a family. We're a family, and it's all well and good until it it goes wrong. But it's been phenomenal here, and I've only been here, you know, a week, and it's like wow, these people want our program to do well, and they want it to do well now, and that commitment it it's going to drive us forward this is a little bit of an unfair question since you've only been here for a week but what do you like about this team right now and have you gotten a chance to really get to know the squad you know we've we've we're in the um, eighth hour period right now so they've been in the weight room and things like that and but the kids want to do well you can see that they want to do well um you know they came to this place for a reason and so for whatever reason it hasn't worked out so far and it's up, up to us to make the changes set the standards and really drive us forward Getting your staff in place. I know that's got to be a focus mm-hmm. for you right now. Where are you at with putting the staff together? Um, we, well, Manny. Manny Martins is staying. He's an associate head coach. And like I said, I've known Manny for years. And he's a phenomenal coach, excellent recruiter. Was actually part of the the World Cup staff doing the scouting. And has yep. been a part of youth national team staffs. And then um, I have one more assistant that I think it is. I think it's well, Rachel Doyle, who we've hired from um, University of Hawaii. It was actually my first recruit in the Pac-12 when I was at Washington State University. Played for Australia at 17 years of age. Played for their youth national teams. Uh, went to the tournament, NCAA tournament three times. All Pac-12 player. So she's phenomenal, great energy. Um, and then Marin's sticking around our director of ops as well. And she's wow. got fantastic energy as well. So really good stuff. Really good stuff we've got in place. And, um, you know, another thing I took from Jill is, you know, they don't work for me, they work with me. And sure. that's got to be our um, our motto going forward. And like I said, so we can continue to push this thing in the right direction. What is your soccer philosophy? I mean, tactically, what, what do you like to do? <laughs> well, like, all right, fair enough. That might be the easiest answer to the question I've ever gotten. That was great. No, I don't think you can have... Listen, if we can recruit four All-American forwards, we're going to play with four forwards. Right. It's as simple as that. And so, you know, I think it's for us to go and find the best student athletes in terms of number one students, character, um, the athletic part, the soccer piece. And then from there, we take a look at what we have. And, you know, as coaches, we challenge ourselves to put them in the best spots, the best environment, the best places on the field possible so they can execute. You mentioned that your wife had some connections because she was a volunteer assistant here, I believe, in 2007, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. I mean, how excited is she to come back to this place? It's surreal for her, you know, and she's like, you know, I know know Eugene. I'm like, well, Eugene's probably changed a lot since you were there. So she's um, gotten a little bit bigger since 2007. Yeah, a little bit. I'm sure the department's changed as well and things like that. So she's... um, She's excited. She's excited to have her husband home more. You know, I think I was 180-odd days on the road last year with the national team. Um, So, you know, we're excited for our kids to grow up in college athletics again. You know, Keon was one, one and a half when we left Oklahoma. Um, so really excited about that piece. That's awesome. I could talk to you for, for hours. Uh, we've already spent 15 minutes with you, and I, 
I, I got through about half my list, but we're going to do this again. Let's All do right. it. Graham Abel, New Oregon soccer head coach. Uh, thanks so much for joining us again. I don't want to okay, get you go sick, ducks. but thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank and you. you're welcome. Seriously, Scott told you during the break, anytime you just pop in and say, hey, I yeah, if you get a coffee machine in the call and be over all the time, okay, no problem. Deal. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can make that happen. <laughs> Graham Abel joining us, New Oregon soccer head coach. You can follow him on Twitter at Graham Abel. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit more with Oregon women's basketball head coach Kelly Graves, also assistant coach for the men's team, Kevin McKenna. That's next on the show here on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The game clock is one. Winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the Ranchers and Farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield IMG College. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Insider presented by Point Community Credit Union. Uh, man, I got to tell you, we were just talking during the break. Scott and I were. Graham Abel, that's going to be a fun interview all soccer season long. Uh, you know, we've always done the soccer interview once a week uh, during the fall. And for me, it's always so fun to just talk to a head coach and just learn. And I can tell you I'm going to learn a lot from Graham Abel. Uh, and I'm very excited, I got to say, that Manny Martins – is sticking around. I know that they've had history, and since he's going to stick around on the staff, uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's it's going to be really cool. And Marin Butler, Director of Operations for the Ducks, she's going to stick around, a former Oregon soccer player herself. I, I'm just excited for the future of this Oregon soccer program. I I think that Graham Abel's, that's a good hire. Uh, that's a really good hire, and I, I think that talking with him is going to be a lot of fun over the next uh, however many seasons. And I, I see this question coming in from Robert, which I think is very interesting. How many NCAA women's Pac-12 teams will get number one seeds? This might be a year where you could make an argument for three, as Robert points out. Oregon, Stanford, Oregon State could all be number one seeds. Now, if you're the NCAA selection committee, are, are you realistically going to do that? You know what's probably going to happen is maybe, depending on what happens around the rest of the country, maybe you're going to end up with two Pac-12 teams. I could see, especially if, like, the tournament champ is not the regular season champ in the Pac-12, especially because Oregon and Oregon State have to play each other twice. Both Oregon and Oregon State have to play Stanford twice. The odd thing here is that UCLA, I think, actually skips the Oregon trip this year, which means that UCLA doesn't have to come up here and play two of the top teams, not just in the conference, but in the country. So it actually might stack up for UCLA to make a run in terms of total wins in the Pac-12 as well. But either way, that aside, 
I could totally see, like, say Oregon wins the regular season and Oregon State or Stanford wins the tournament. That, that's happened in, in that happened last year. So if that does happen, couldn't you see the committee being like, all right, we're going to put them as two and three or one of the two, two of the four one seeds? I'll put it that way. I could totally see that happening. Couldn't couldn't everybody? I could totally see that happening. But you know what's probably going to end up happening is it's going to be like one of the teams will be four, the fourth one seed, and then one of the Pac-12 teams will be the fifth overall seed, which will be the number one two seed, which would mean that those two teams would meet in the Elite Eight instead of potentially going both to the Final Four. Doesn't that just feel like the way that these things usually shake out? You get the two conference teams that meet each other in a regional final rather than potentially meeting in the Final Four. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out. Getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Kelly Graves, Oregon women's basketball head coach. He was on Tip-Off Tuesday with Terry Johns yesterday. He talked a little bit about this upcoming trip to the desert for his number two ducks. Kelly Graves talking on Tip-Off Tuesday. But let us talk about uh, Arizona State and Arizona. Uh, first, it's going to be Arizona State on this trip. Uh, usually it seems like it's been flipped around, but uh, always a tough team to play. It's a 5 o'clock tip-off, by the way, uh, coming up on Friday, and then 11 a.m. At, in Tucson against Arizona. But uh, it's always a tough road trip because there's usually a pretty good team, Arizona State, and now a very good team in Arizona as well. Oh, yeah, no question about it. And they're both defensive-oriented. So this will be one of those grinded-out kind of games. We lead the nation in scoring right now, and they're I think Arizona leads the nation in scoring defense. So obviously something's going to give. Arizona State is always an in-your-face, tough, grinded-out kind of game. So that's what I anticipate it's going to be this weekend. Uh, we're going to have to be on our game. There's no question about it. We've got to continue to take care of the basketball. We've got to play our butts off. But I do think we're the better team. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, you know, we just got to go out and show it. And we haven't played a ton of road games this year, only at Syracuse and at Long Beach State. So we haven't spent a lot of time on the road. This will be quite a test for us. All right. It's all about the Ducks, isn't it? I think so. I think if you worry too much about who your opponent is and not take care of your own self, then I, I think you could be in trouble. And I really like our team. I, I think we have an elite basketball team we just got to go out and do our best i always tell the kids you play against yourself your opponents your potential i think that's a pretty great quote from kelly graves isn't it your opponent is your potential ducks feeling pretty good i think that they really turned a corner this past weekend to open pac-12 play they're on the road at arizona state friday five o'clock the ducks will take on the sun devils with a 4 30 pregame show across the oregon sports network terry johns will have the call there and also oregon at arizona an 11 a.m game on sunday that was when coach graves and i discussed how i would rank it as waffles pancakes french toast though if you put chocolate chips in the pancakes then it's pancakes waffles french toast I guess I'm just not a big French toast guy. 10.30 a.m. pregame show on Sunday when the Ducks are at Arizona. One of the best defensive teams, not just in the conference, but as Coach Graves alluded to, in the country. Coming up, a health update on C.J. Walker. Dane Altman talking with the media today. And we're going to preview that matchup with Arizona to open Pac-12 play at home. That's coming up. Men's basketball talk next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence and course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. 
I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. Arizona to open Pac-12 play at Matthew Knight Arena as we welcome you back to Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. The Ducks will host the Wildcats 6 o'clock on Thursday, a 5.30 pregame show. It's on ESPN, 5.30 pregame, of course, right here on the Oregon Sports Network. I'll have the call along with Jerry Allen. These are two of the longest tenured head coaches that are matching up with each other. Sean Miller, the longest tenured coach in the Pac-12 at 11 seasons. Dane Altman at 10 seasons. Tad Boyle at 10 seasons. And Larry Kristoviak at 9 seasons. It's hard to believe Dane Altman's one of the longest tenured coaches. He's actually tied for the second longest tenured head coach. Well, we talked with one of his assistants who's been with him for all of these 10 seasons at Oregon, Kevin McKenna, about the matchup with Arizona and just how much Sean Miller does not like playing against this matchup zone that the Ducks like to run. Kevin McKenna from tip-off Tuesday yesterday. Pac-12 home opener coming up. It's a top 25 matchup between Oregon and Arizona Thursday, 6 o'clock. Uh, thoughts on the matchup with the Wildcats? Um, always a tough game for us. Uh, very good defensive team. Uh, Arizona's got three freshmen that I think are all um, potential first-round draft picks. Um, Nico Mannion, one of uh, my my former teammates with the New Jersey Nets, his his son is a, a point guard for him. They've got an Australian guard that's a really athletic kid on the wing, and they've got a good big man from Minnesota. Um, that are all three really good players, but they are freshmen, and uh, but they're talented, and uh, you know they do a great job down there defensively, and, and uh, we'll have our hands full on Thursday. Nice to have your home crowd, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, we we go on the road, and and you know Colorado doesn't have any sellouts all year, and they sell out for our game. We go to Utah, same thing. Um, we've got a target on our back, and that's. Um, that's a good thing because people think we're good. Now we've got to go improve it every game, and, and uh, we, we know we're going to get opponents a uh, good shot almost every time, and uh, we've got to be ready for that and be ready to amp it up a little bit more every game we play. That's got to be a message for the team too, right? They've got to learn how to play with that target on their back all the time. Yeah, absolutely. There's expectations that go with it, and, and uh, you know people are going to be fired up to play us, and uh, they want to show that they can uh, beat a good team and, and beat a ranked team and, and storm the court and and, and do all those things and yell overrated and add at the games and all that. They want to be able to do all that stuff. So uh, we've got to figure out a way to combat it. And, and by doing by, by playing good defense and being sound offensively, uh, we can be a really good team. Kevin McKenna, Oregon assistant coach, uh, talking with me yesterday on Tip-Off Tuesday. That's a little preview of what's to come for the Ducks against the Wildcats here in just under – well, actually, just over 24 hours, if you can believe that. And uh, Devin asking, uh, the Utah game wasn't a sellout. I was there, but it was the it wasn't a sellout, but it was the I think highest attendance that the Utes have had at home so far this season. Oregon, when the Ducks are on the road, it, it sells. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but Devin, that's funny. Unless people showed up dressed as a red chair, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, and Robert saying, you know, Duck basketball team need to improve on the road. I think every team needs to improve on the road. Uh, you're always going to have more turnovers. It, it seems to have all of your issues get amplified on the road. That, that's what playing on the road does. You know, I, I do think that this is going to be an interesting test for Oregon men's basketball, particularly because Dane Altman announced today that C.J. Walker will not play this weekend against the Arizona schools. Too bad. He uh, was dealing with a back issue against Alabama State, didn't play the second half of that final non-conference game, gave it a go against Colorado, didn't finish the game, didn't play against Utah. Now he's going to be out for at least the next two games and hope that C.J. Walker gets back healthy here soon. But the Ducks now have had a week to prepare for life without him, and getting Shakur Juson back certainly helps. I think that getting Shakur Juson back is a big deal. He's the best rebounder on the team. If he cuts down on some of the turnovers that he had against Colorado, he is a very valuable addition to this Oregon lineup. And 
frankly, a guy that they haven't had regularly in over a month. So it's going to be nice to have Shakur Justin back out there for the Ducks. I would imagine that you're going to see Okoro and Justin in the front court and then Duarte Mathis and Pritchard in the backcourt around the perimeter for the Ducks against Arizona. And look, Arizona, it's the freshmen that make them go, particularly Nico Mannion. But I just want to point out, Max Hazard was the best player on UC Irvine last year. That's a team that Oregon beat in the round of 32 to move on in the NCAA tournament. Max Hazard is a graduate transfer on this Arizona team, and he's like the eighth guy. He barely plays. That should tell you something about how good these freshmen are right away for Sean Miller and the Wildcats. They're legit, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Oregon take on this Arizona team uh, on Thursday. 6 o'clock, and it will be the only Bill Walton game. How? How? It's the only Bill Walton home game. I don't understand. It's crazy to me. I know he's a polarizing figure. I get that. But this is the only Bill Walton home game. It's on ESPN, 6 o'clock against Arizona. And as I'm looking, I mean... USC games on ESPNU, UCLA's on Fox. Colorado's on ESPN or ESPN2. Come on, Bill. Where you at, buddy? Utah's on FS1. Oregon State's on ESPN2. There's plenty of other opportunities, Bill. See you tomorrow, everybody. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic. Safe. Effective. Even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. To many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.